Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Jubilee. My name is Ada and I will be sharing lessons from the scripture. I believe that you will be blessed as you listen. Thank you so much for being here. So today we're going to be looking at Hosea 2. This is a very interesting chapter. There's so much to learn from it. Um, but there's a part of it that really struck me. Um, it says, uh, I think that's from, I think that's from, uh, from five, from verse five, where it says, um, speaking about, says, for their mother has played the harlot, for she said, I will go after my lovers who gave, who gave me my bread and my water my wool, my linen, my oil, and my drink. You know, it's interesting. This story is saying that this woman, which I believe portrays the children of Israel in this chapter, um, was chasing after lovers. She had a husband, but she was chasing after lovers. And if you look at this verse 5, it says that she looked or she saw these lovers as the people that were giving her her supplies bread water wool linen oil drink she felt it was all these things all the supplies that she had were coming from these lovers but if you read down <laughs> if you read down if you read verses god verse six god says you know that he's going to hedge hedge her way with thorns so in essence it's going to create obstacles for her on this journey that she's going on where she's trying to chase after lovers god is going to put obstacles a hedge a wall something that would make it difficult or that would that would make it um, almost impossible or impossible for her to find her lovers um, scripture saying that God is going to put a hedge in her way. He's going to put thorns. He's going to put a wall. He's going to wall her in. And she will not be able to find those lovers. She would seek them, but she would not be able to find them. And then if you read down to verse 8, <laughs> after God has, okay, verse 7, after God has done this, you know, she's trying, looking for these lovers that she thinks are the source of her supplies. Um, you know, she's trying and she's not able to get to them. She's seeking them, but she's not able to overtake them. She's not able to get to them. At that point of trying and trying and trying, eventually she would say to herself, you know what, I'm going to go back to my husband. <laughs> For I was in a better state with him than I am right now. You know, she's kind of like all hedged up, walled in. There's no progress. There's no moving forward. She's not finding those lovers she's looking you know it's kind of it's a frustrating place to be in and she looks at all of this and she says i'm going to go back to my lover i'm, I'm sorry i'm going to go back to my husband for i was in a better state when i was with him than the state i am in now um so when she gets to that point and that realization, she heads back to her husband. But verse 8 says something very interesting. <laughs> it says, 
for she did not know that I gave her grain, new wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold. This is like <laughs> the very essence for which she was chasing after the lovers was a lie. You know, we read in verse 5 that she says, I will go after my lovers who give me bread, my water, my wool, linen, oil and drink. She thought that those lovers were the ones providing those things for her. But in verse 8, God is saying to her that she didn't know that it was God. It was God that was giving her the grain, the new wine and oil. So in a sense, she was chasing after the lovers for nothing. When all she needed was in God. All she needed is in God. <sighs> you know, just... just <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to take this in. Um, <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. The essence for which she was chasing after these lovers was a lie. They were not the source. They were not the source of her blessings. They were not the source of her bread, of her water, of her wool, of her linen. They are not the source. It's God. God is the source. But she did not know. If you look at verse 8, it said, she did not know. Oh, wow. You know, and... The funny thing is, it doesn't end there. So God, um, you know, if we read the following verses, it talks about how God is going to take away the grain, the new wine and all of that. Um, take away her feast days and all of that, you know. Um, if you also read verse 12, it says, And I will destroy her vine, her fig trees, of which she has said, these are my wages that my lovers have given me. So I will make them a forest and the beast of the field shall eat them. You know, it says in verse 12, I will God says he will destroy her vines and her fig trees, which she had said, these are my wages that my lovers have given me. <laughs> this woman was living in a lie. You know, she she had believed the lie so much, like she she had esteemed these lovers more than they were. They were nothing. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't doing her any good. You know, like all the things she taught, all the things she thought she was getting from these lovers. They were not coming from them. She, she was just living in a deception. How many of us today are chasing after things that we feel that we 
in those things we have life or in those things we have purpose or in those things we have joy when in fact those things are not the source of life they are not the source of purpose they are not the source of joy it's actually God how many of us are seeing certain things in our lives like lovers in this story you know we're seeing those things like just the way this woman saw these lovers she felt you know that they were her everything they were the ones supplying her need they were the ones that had given paid her wages in the in the form of vines and fig trees but in fact in in the reality in the truth it wasn't them it was god who gave them all this it was god who gave her all these things you know And so if you read it, God takes away all of this, um, you know, as a way to punish her because she had forgotten about him and gone after lovers. But then there is another verse that strikes me so deeply. Verse 14 says, Therefore, behold, I will allow her, will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfort to her <laughs> i think it's somewhere in lamentations where the scripture says that um, god does not remain angry forever he does not take delight in um he doesn't take delight in our grief he doesn't take delight in in our grief you know so he had he had taking her through this phase <clears throat> where she had been hedged, you know, she had been walled in, she was trying to seek those, seek those lovers, she couldn't get to them. And after all that journey, she had to journey back and return to her husband. And then in returning, she everything she had had been taken away, you know, as a way of punishment for her going after lovers, all her feasts and all of the nice things has been taken away. So it, it was kind of like a low point, you know, it was kind of like a low point for her. Um, but God doesn't leave her in that low point. He says, behold, I will allow her and bring her into the wilderness. The wilderness is a dry place. It's a lonely place. It's, it's it's dry. And what does God do when He brings her to the wilderness? He says, "I will speak comfort to her." This verse just—I don't know—but for me, just having read through the previous verses and then getting here, it just brings this consciousness of God's love this consciousness of God's love like through everything he brings her to the wilderness and he speaks comfort 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 from all the strivings and all the frustrations and all the toilings and all the sufferings he speaks 
come forth to her and if you like once he's like once from this verse on it's just restoration 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 you know after god speaks comfort to her you start to see how he begins to give her back her vineyards vineyards <laughs> i never really got to understand why it's called a vine and then it's called vineyard <laughs> anyway um so yeah so we start to see how god um starts to give her god gives her back her vineyards you know um everything that she had lost and even there's a restoration of her relationship with god you know i believe that was what was missing from the beginning because you know there was something wrong with that relationship that was why she thought that the things that were coming from her husband were, were things that that her husband was doing for her she thought it was the lovers that were doing it there was something wrong with that relationship but if you read from verse 14 down you see like a restoration <clears throat> somewhere in verse 16 it says um that you call me my husband and no longer my master <laughs> you see there's that change in intimacy you know um so yeah it's it's an amazing um chapter and i pray that um there will be a restoration of intimacy in your relationship with God, I pray that you know that you will come to know God in such an intimate way. I'm not just praying for you; it's also my prayer. You know that we would come to know God in such an intimate way. You know that we'll have that deep communion and fellowship with Him. We'll no longer believe in lies of the enemy. We'll no longer chase after. Um, um, lies and deceits and 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 false lovers, but our hearts will seek after God. Our hearts will seek after God with everything in us. In Jesus' name, thank you so much for listening, and God bless you.